Hello and welcome to This is Oro Valley. This is an exciting episode. We have Jeff Wilkins, Town of Oro Valley Town Manager, with us today. I'm excited to get you on the podcast. Thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. Today, we want to give you an opportunity to just sort of tell us about yourself. And you've been settling into Oro Valley, seeing you know what you think. We would want to hear from you so people yeah. can get an impression of you. All right. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm coming up on uh, 90 days here. So first, first 90. Uh, for those that don't really know much about me, um, yeah, I'm from uh, I'm from the Midwest. Uh, I grew up in the Indianapolis area, a town called Fishers, Indiana. Uh, it was uh, really, for the most part, small uh, and uh, saw a lot of its growth uh, at about the same time that Oro Valley did in the 90s. So when I worked there, uh, I was an assistant town manager there. Uh, we were the fastest growing town in the state of Indiana. So again, a northeast suburb of Indianapolis. So just laying out all of the uh, infrastructure, the plans, you know, for 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 the future growth, and now it's over a hundred thousand. Obviously, you have a, a tremendous background of working in this role. But what what about what drew you to working in government and, and the love yeah. of it? You know, and it's when I first started. Uh, you know, I was in the I was in the private sector. Uh, you know, and I uh, my uh, degree was uh, economics. I went to DePauw University in Greencastle, Indiana, just a small community, uh, small college. Um, but seeing some of the growth that was happening in the town that I grew up in, uh, I thought, you know what, I just wanted to do something more, wanted to serve. Uh, I, I guess just, you know, sales or marketing or analysis, you know, uh, just wasn't, uh, it wasn't serving that, that greater purpose. So I think it was seeing, you know, how do I, how do I give back to the community and, and, and make it, you know, my life so right. uh so really i think that was it you know seeing my my town uh growing and that's where i you know and that's where i started and, and i went and got my master's at indiana university and uh and, and started work at uh, at fisher so that's that's kind of it and been trying to plan and, and serve uh create partnerships uh, ever since that's awesome so as you're planning and and you're looking at a town you know you have your staff as a resource uh, what is your leadership philosophy? Well, you know, I've uh, I've always said it. You know, it, it's it's not just me; it's we. And uh, so I've always tried to to emphasize the we part. You know, the build the teams, uh, and those could be teams uh, internally, uh, or they could be teams with our partners. You know, uh, you know whether that be the uh, chamber of commerce, or the school districts, or community colleges. So really, that's kind of my philosophy. I've always called myself a servant leader, and. Uh, and a lot of that means, you know, I'm listening, you know, I'm, uh, you know, we've set out our general plan here, uh, also our two-year strategic plan. A lot of those are already set and there's tweaks. So, the, you know, I, I work at the high level, strategic level, but I can get into the tactical project planning too. I imagine when you're comparing our community to other communities and seeing what they offer, not just as an employer, but also as a community, I guess, what are your impressions? What have you noticed about Oro Valley? What do you? How are you feeling about the different communities we're surrounded by? Where do you see Oro Valley in this community of of Southern Arizona? You know, I um, I really, as far as our staff, I think we're very experienced staff, and they've they've developed very good relationships with the communities around us, as well as uh, uh, the state agencies and other agencies that uh, that help either fund us or or help partner with us. So I think we've done a very good job with uh, with with that. 
you know, we're Oro Valley. I, I think most people understand we're a little bit locked away from infrastructure that most communities have. We're not near an interstate. We don't have rail. Many of uh, the le- much of the land we have is uh, you know infill. You know, you call it infill development is what's uh, main. A lot of it that's left. So yeah, we we are starting to you know gr- uh, build out. Uh, so what, like I said, what's left is a little more challenging. So, I mean, and I, I got to admit, our, our planning and zoning staff, they, they go the extra mile. I mean, there's uh, uh, two, two neighborhood meetings, uh, multiple meetings to get input on, on the projects. Uh, so I think, uh, I think they go um, extra links compared to, to, uh, to other communities, uh, you know, as far as getting that, getting that input. Yeah, getting feedback from the community mm-hmm. about what, what things are coming or what, how the land could be used. Absolutely. Do you want to talk a little bit about your philosophy on, you know, data, analytics, metrics, things yeah. like that? Well, you know, you, you, you value what you measure. Right. And, um, and so, I, you know, every department should have operational metrics internally to see if they're improving. Uh, and we're not just talking about projects, but, uh, uh, but again, operational. So what, uh, what I, the method is called balanced scorecard, and there's four categories that you look at. There's a financial category. There's a, a business process efficiency category, a customer service category, and then a, a capacity, uh, a capacity uh, category. So... What's uh, been looking to do is not only have everybody develop those more, all, all of the all of the departments, but what what is what makes sense to show the public? So we we show the public monthly on a, our executive report a, a number of projects. Quarterly, we talk about our, our uh, capital improvement plan, how we're doing well or or not progressing, or challenges with that. But but one piece that I saw missing when I first you know looked uh, before coming here was that you know we don't really have that operational. Uh, metric to let people know that our our, our parks, our public works, uh, uh, our water are doing well. Yeah, here's uh, what we here's what we're doing, what we're maintaining, and our, our kind of day to day operations. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of times, you know, it could be a leading indicator, you know, and, and that's just it. Let's say we we see a, a question mark on one of those that that may be a leading indicator of something else that we need to look at. So so that's what we're developing uh, is, uh, and so coming soon, you know, on the the. Uh, Report the monthly report will have those uh, metrics included too. Cool. I think that's an interesting and powerful transparency effort. So leaving behind, I guess, the business stuff and the infrastructure and kind of like the government nitty gritty. Let's take a moment and I'm going to pick your brain. How are you feeling about the Oro Valley community, the people, um, all the things that are bringing us together? And I might steer you to some topics, but. Let's get into it. <laughs> yeah. I think when before I even started, you know, I, I said uh, Oro Valley is a you know a community of choice, you know, and I think the the uh, the I guess the motto we have it's in your nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's really appropriate. I mean, uh, this place is this place is gorgeous, and uh, I think everybody who lives here uh, feels fortunate to 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 be here. Have you got to get? It's still kind of hot in your ninety days. Have you been able to explore any of the nature stuff yet? Absolutely, uh, uh, Linda Vista and Honeybee, and yeah, I've been. Cool. Uh, I've hiked a few times. Uh, All right, but you're right. You got to do it early in the morning, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> so. But uh, yes, I think my first week saw my first javelina ever in your life. Uh, ever. What ever. did you think? Looked a little like Pumbaa. <laughs> <laughs> did it startle you? <laughs> no, it was kind of off in the off, uh, okay. off the road. But uh, what did startle me though? In the middle of the day, saw my uh, bobcat. Right, right through right through the parking lot uh just how gorgeous they are mm-hmm. uh and then 
and then I saw a rattlesnake already here too. So uh, yeah, it's uh, you're really getting the yeah. whole <laughs> the whole swing of everything. I am. I'm, uh, no, I don't want to see a mountain lion. So uh, okay. that's the one thing I'm definitely not looking forward to. But but no, it's you know a fantastic. I think fantastic community. And, and you know, in my first ninety as, days as I've met with uh, community leaders and stakeholders, I've really noticed uh, you know everybody common theme. Everyone cares tremendously about the future of Oro Valley. And I think every, you know that's definitely a, uh, definitely the common theme. So I know I've been impressed. Very you know very engaged uh, community. Um, I got to admit I got to give kudos to a couple groups for sure. Is that the the Arizona uh, Heroes Memorial? I mean, being able to raise the dollars that they have to to put in a memorial at uh, Naraha Park is a uh, you know very impressive. And then uh, also the the residents uh, of uh, Vistoso Trails uh, area that to be able to raise the money to to help uh, create a preserve. I think those are two you know high visible examples of, of community citizens coming forward and, and uh, really contributing to, yeah. to what they feel is important to them, but also important to the community. Well, let's, uh, let's jump to Vistoso now. It's still nature related. Mm-hmm. I think this is an interesting topic because you're taking over sort of, I, I don't want to like put a, I don't want to say midway, but you are taking over the project. And would you explain what's your plan for this, for this property? What do you want to do? And um, why are you approaching it that way? Why is it important? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, uh, why I think it's so important is, is again, how many residents came forward and, and uh, raised money. And uh, so when I came in, uh, we were, uh, I'd seen the, you know, ask why well, I'd review the master plan. And, you know, in, the impression of a master plan is that this is what everything, you know, everything that could happen. It's a, it's a what if. And, uh, but I will say that sometimes when you, you know, people see the master plan, you adopt the master plan, well, then you, they expect that you're going to do it. And that's not necessarily what a master plan is. So we wanted to make sure everyone had another, uh, another shot at looking at this uh, as far as the implementation. So I'll call it an implementation plan. So we, we had conversations then with uh, uh, residents, uh, leadership up at Vistoso, uh, and also the, the consultant that put together the master plan itself. And what we wanted to do is have a, an exercise where we would uh, we'd meet with the residents uh, we would uh, look at all the uh, improvements that are possible, uh, some of the, the costs that are associated with those improvements, and then kind of lay out generally what we think we very well may be able to afford over the next, let's say, 25 years, and then have uh, that exercise with the residents. And then we'd aggregate, work with the Parks and Rec Board, do the same type of exercise. And then that way, at least the council has an opportunity to see the results from uh, from two you know, two groups. Again, it's about transparency. Mm-hmm. It's about getting the public input, and uh, and ultimately, it'll help us lay out, uh, like like I said, lay out our plan. During your first ninety days, and you're you're onboarding. What are some areas where you think the town's already successful? And then follow up. What programs, um, policies, and procedures have stuck out to you? What do you think is unique? You know, the staff, the experience, uh, and their connections. I, I definitely see that. Um, and that uh, again, they're trying to do, you know, staff's trying to do what's what's best. I will say, um, you know, I, I do think that our planning, though, uh, and this is with the community too, the planning of the parks. You know, that there was a robust planning process with Naraha. You know, it may not uh, may not have gotten everything that everybody wanted. It might have been a little more expensive than than some wanted, and had to pare things back. But that uh, now again with Vistoso. Uh, you know, we're getting, so I think it's the level of planning 
that we're we're trying to do. Um, you know, with uh, uh, you know with the RTA next, we're starting to already lay out some uh, some roads or road corridors uh, that are will be named projects that will not only help Oro Valley but hopefully uh, help the circulation through the whole whole community. Um, so I think it's a lot of it dealing with planning, uh, water planning. Uh, you know the the uh, you know, not only the uh, I guess the nerds project, but uh, basically we're using less water now. Even though you know the whole area has been in a drought for 20 years, we're using less groundwater, I should say, right. now than we than we did you know 20 years ago. Uh, that's impressive. The amount of uh, uh, effort and, and and professionalism around safety that we uh, that we provide, uh, make sure our, our communities are safe. I think is uh, you know I think those are all successes. We talked earlier about you building connections in previous positions with different communities, including the business community. Mm -hmm. What are your observations and ideas for uh, how Oro Valley can work with the business communities that, that we, you know, have around? Yeah. Well, you know, um, I mean, Oro Valley has a, a robust uh, business retention and expansion program. Not all communities do have that, but so we'll keep that. And just to keep our, uh, keep, you know, uh, in tune with what the business community needs are. Um, but I think that it's it's definitely multi-agency wide, uh, working with uh, not only our, our community college for workforce development. I think it's really that connection, the clearinghouse, listening to try to get the resources for them. We definitely need to stay in tune with the businesses, uh, you know, and how uh, not only do we want to be an employer of choice, community of choice, but but most most everybody, like I said, that I've met with before, they're very optimistic. They they love the love the town, and uh, so how do we make sure that this community not only is a good place to live and and, and to work, it's safe, but uh, but that you can raise families in and hopefully your family stays. Jeff, thanks for coming on. Well, thank you, Nick. Yeah, and for our listeners, be sure to subscribe so you can catch all of our episodes discussing what's happening in Oro Valley including our new monthly feature, What's Happening in Parks and Recreation, where I talk with Parks and Recreation staffer Lois Feldman. We talk about the exciting events our Parks and Recreation Department is hosting. We'll catch you next time on This is Oro Valley.